keep cross training and make sure that you guys are resting and make sure that you are getting the things that you need so that your body can perform at its best. Hey fam, welcome to the Black Girl Fit Files, a podcast dedicated to overall health, self-improvement, and creating the life you deserve to live. I'm Delijah, founder of Black Girls Poll, ice cream sandwich lover, and obsessive life giver. Join me and frequent guests, which include a roster of dope black women, as we talk about various topics from entrepreneurship to self-love and a little bit of everything in between. Turn up your volume, y'all, and let's get to it. Hey fam, so we know that staying fit and active is essential in prioritizing our health. And as black folks, we definitely know that health is wealth. From the makers of Gatorade, Propel is the only zero calorie, zero sugar fitness water among national enhanced water brands with enough electrolytes to replace what is lost in sweat. As life gets crazy, because we know it does, Propel is here to help you keep doing you. All Propel products are designed for people with busy, active lifestyles who want a water that is formulated for fitness and supports hydration with added benefits such as electrolytes, vitamins, and antioxidants. Check out Propel's Immune Support, the newest fitness water that helps support a healthy immune system with 100% of the recommended daily value of vitamin C per bottle and is an excellent source of zinc and electrolytes. Check it out y'all hey fam what it do y'all what it do happy happy thursday it's been a minute i miss you how's life going we're in the middle of the summer it's hot july is here i'm loving all the things i have to like update you so hard okay Here we go. After two and a half years of living through this insane pandemic, Rona finally got me. I got COVID. I did. I got COVID, what, last last two weeks ago? It's been a week and a half, I think. Yeah, it really sucked. If you've had COVID, I, yeah, dude, if you haven't had it, yo, it is wild. So I thought it was just a cough. It was a cold. I was like, stay. I was in a hotel room, and the air always messes me up when I, whenever I go and travel. So I'm such a sleep snob. I have a humidifier in my room, and I have a diffuser, and I have my sound machine, and I have the blackout curtains. I have all the things. But when I travel, I try to incorporate some of those things. So I bring like a sleep mask, and then I have a sound machine on my phone. But it just doesn't get it, you know, because hotel, the air in hotels is so gross. Anyway, I digress. So I thought I was getting sick because of the hotel room air conditioning. Turns out it was not it. I definitely had COVID and I actually think I got it from the SADA uh, fundraiser show, which I'll get into in a second. But I actually think I got it from the show because, you know, you're just like hugging everybody and everybody's like, oh, my God, you were amazing. And it was so great. And this was amazing. And congratulations. and Let's take a picture. So I feel like somewhere in that mix that happened because the next day I jumped on a plane, came back, which also what's weird is that. The baby didn't get it. I just knew he was going to get it. I just knew he was going to get it. We were like holding out. It was like, okay, we keep testing him any day now. Any day now it's going to happen. It didn't. He didn't get it. And he like slept on me the whole way back home. I was in Texas. Whole way back home he slept on me. I'm breathing on him because he's pulling my mask off on the plane. Whatevs. 
didn't get it. But yeah, I was definitely in the bed for a good like three and a half days. I started feeling better after three and a half days. Fever was out of this world. I had a crazy cough. I'm still like have a little bit of cough left over, but this shit sucks, yo. It really sucks. So that's update number one. Number two, the showcase. Okay, so if you don't know and you're just tuning in, I'm Delijah, hello, and I am opening up a wellness space with my business partner and cowgirl, Sammy Pacone. She's also a pole dancer. We are both acupuncturists. We went to grad school together for acupuncture. So the space is called Sada, Sammy and Delijah. I know, original. And it is going to incorporate acupuncture, massage, and pole dancing. June 17th, we had the showcase for a fundraiser for uh, for Sada to open up our space because we are trying to open by next spring. The day after we got on the plane, the day after was actually the baby's birthday. He's two. I have a two-year-old. What is going on? I know. And he's so bossy, and he just tells me all the things all the time, and he's like, Mama, no, I want Dada. Dada, no, go away. I want Mama. It's crazy. Children are crazy. Toddlers are crazy. Is that the best word for it? I think so. I think so. They're they're like, they are little humans with a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings. I'll leave it at that. But he's amazing. He's too. It's crazy. He got all the fire trucks. Everything is fire truck. Everything is fire truck. He actually wakes up and says, I see fire trucks. Mama, I see fire trucks. I'm like, you didn't, but okay. Okay, this is where we are. So... The showcase was awesome. It was so, so, so awesome. Everybody just killed it. We had nine performers. We had guys. We had girls performing. We had all the things performing. And we had a, let me think, what did Abby do? Did she do trapeze? She did trapeze. And then the main attraction, she, she was the burlesque dancer. And the second show sold completely out. The, the first show, because we did shoot two shows, the first show was actually like standing room only. It, it was so dope. And I'm so excited. If you did come to the show, thank you so, so much. We will be having another one in October, best believe. And then another one in December. So stay tuned. How could I actually forget this part? What was the craziest thing about me having COVID was I missed my first Black Girls Pole retreat. I had to miss my own retreat. There was a BGP retreat in Austin. It was the Twerk and Pole retreat and I was unable to go and it hurt a lot. It was the first time that I wasn't present at something that I was hosting. And I'm I'm really, really glad, though, that I have such a strong, awesome team for Black Girls Poll because Piggy, who runs the social media for BGP, stepped in and she flew to Austin from Dallas and handled everything. She did the social media while I was there, made sure the girls were great, make sure everybody got to where they were supposed to be, make sure everyone got checked into the hotel, that the event started on time, that the studio was good. And I I would not have been able to do this had she not stepped in and said, I'll go. So she was able to like get a cheap ticket because she lives in Dallas. Everything just worked out. And from me watching that showed me that BGP can operate if the right systems are put in place, it can operate without me going to every little single thing. So I I will be moving differently now that I know the things can go down. 
I, we have so many retreats going on and so many other things happening that I can't be in 10 million places at one time. But I just got to give a shout out to Piggy and a shout out to Tara for really holding it down when I was on my deathbed in, in the bed, quarantined up in the room away from the family. So thank you guys so much. And I'm so sorry that I did not get to meet everybody that was at the retreat. And I hope to meet you guys one day soon. <sighs> Next retreat up is Bermuda. It's at the end of this month. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Hey. So this will be the first international retreat in 2022. I had to actually pull back for the international retreats. And the first four retreats this year were all domestic in the US because I just didn't know how COVID was going to play out. So I pushed all of these back to towards like the mid and end of the year. And so far, so good. So stay tuned. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about cross training, injury prevention, and when to sit the hell down. <laughs> Let's see, where am I right now? Right now, I am in my cross training slash I don't really pole dance that much phase. And I really, really am enjoying this time and I'm loving not pole dancing as much as I used to because I've been doing this for a really long time. But I will say coming back from pole convention and seeing like everybody being dedicated to this craft and just kind of getting a feel for asking people, oh, do you have injuries? When's the last time you took a break? And 99% of people saying that they don't take breaks and they don't cross chain and they don't know when to sit the hell down. I figured I would talk about this topic. So first thing up is cross training. What is cross training? Cross training is basically when an athlete trains in other sports or activities other than the one that they usually train in. The goal of this is to improve your overall performance and help you become stronger so that you don't get dot, dot, dot injured. <laughs> when I started pole dancing in 2007, that was my exercise. It was my go-to workout that I did three, four days a week. And what ends up happening is because I'm doing this workout three, four days a week and I'm getting stronger at it and I'm getting better at this, I'm really only training one side or I'm really only training only the left leg hang and not practicing the other leg hang and only doing handsprings on one side and not really strengthening my body as a whole. So as a result of not training properly, I got injured a lot, a lot of shoulder injuries. And I had a lot of hamstring injuries when I first started. I don't, did, did we, did our teachers tell us to train both sides? Was that a thing to do in 2007? I'm going to probably say it was not because I was right in that. I was that like second generation, third maybe generation of pole dancing is the new craze and we're still all figuring it out together. So a lot of things we just didn't know because we were still figuring out how to get from an outside leg hang to an inside leg hang. Of course, we weren't practicing it on both sides. <laughs> and of course, we just didn't have the knowledge that we have today to help us prevent all of this from happening. I did not actually start to think about training something else and lifting weights and something else until it came time for my first, no, probably my like second, third competition around 2013. 
my piece was high endurance. It was high energy. I was doing back handsprings. I was doing all the things. I was a bird, very colorful, had the feathers. And the routine was four minutes long and I couldn't get through the routine. So my coach at the time was like, maybe you should go do like a Barry's boot camp or something where you have, you know, you're running on the treadmill and you're lifting the weights because you need to be able to cross train. This was the first time that I put that together that, oh, if I want to get through this routine, I should probably be doing something else to get me through it. I know I'm not alone in this because I know a lot of students come into pole classes and they think this is my workout. I'm good. Like this is my workout. I pole dance about four days a week and that is it. That is gravy. I am all good. Pole dancing is a lot of muscular endurance and a lot of, of strength. It's, it's lacking on the, the flexibility unless you're taking flexibility classes and it's lacking on the overall even strength of your muscles as a whole. So I, of course, went to Barry's boot camp. I think I did like a, like six weeks before the competition. I started doing Barry's boot camp. And let me just say I got first place. I don't know if it was because of Barry's boot camp or just because, you know, I'm I am. I don't know. But <laughs> but that was really the first time that 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 entered into my brain of hmm, I should be cross training and I should be staying up on other forms of fitness while I'm doing pole dancing because it's just not enough. So get to another competition. And I did horrible because I stopped cross training. And I, of course, got injured because in between the first competition that I did and that next one that was coming up, I totally fell off and I fell on my shoulder because I was fatigued because I I was not in shape to, to do this competition. And that's where I had to start thinking about what do I do to prevent this injury or what do I do to find a place that is going to be able to help me? Because I didn't want to go to PT and they then say like, okay, well, you got to sit down for eight weeks and you can't pole dance and you can't do this when the competition was around the corner. That is actually where I found acupuncture and getting trigger point needling and getting sports acupuncture really, really saved my life as a pole dancer. And it also helped me to create a new path for a career as an acupuncturist because when I was getting acupuncture, I kept being like, wow, this is the most amazing thing ever. I have mobility in my shoulder. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. All of these things are happening to me and I can actually lift my shoulder up and I went on to to be able to compete. I was like, why aren't more pole dancers doing this? enter in me going to grad school for acupuncture and the rest is history. I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to backpedal back to the cross training. (laughs) I'm just going to keep talking about my competitions and my experience. So next competition I did after those two. Oh, that one that after I fell on my shoulder and jacked myself up, I think I came in like seventh or eighth place. We don't talk about that one. It's neither here nor there, but you get the drift keep cross training and make sure that you guys are resting and make sure that you are getting the things that you need so that your body can perform at its best, right? So fast forward, next competition, pole theater. I was very naked for this routine. I had on a G-string and pasties and some heels. 
The reason that I started getting into kettlebells with my trainer, Jackie, at that time was because I was like, I need to look strong and I need my ass to be like sitting up higher than high. And she's like, got it, girl, let's do some kettlebells. She was certified in kettlebells and she got me all the way together. Before that competition happened, that was the strongest that I think I had ever been for a competition because I was cross-training actually more than I was actually preparing for the competition in pole dancing. I was cross-training so much and I was also doing flexibility. So I was doing kettlebells three days a week and I was doing flexibility two days a week and I was only training for that competition like two days a week. The kettlebells and the flexibility took care of the pole dancing for me. So much so that I surprised myself on how strong I was and how I was able to get through the routine and how my chopsticks and my jades and all of my splits were flat and everything looked amazing, not to mention my body was so on point. And that little G-string and those pasties, y'all, do yourself a favor, go and look up on uh, YouTube, Delijah Franklin Pole Theater. You're welcome. Okay. Um, (laughs) But because I was strength training so much, my body was ready for anything. I was evenly like training my, my body. So I wasn't just pulling things on the right side. I was doing things on both sides. And my trainer also did pole dancing. So she understood and she knew the types of exercises that I needed with the kettlebells to be able to perform the best that I could. Of course, you guys know that I went and got certified in kettlebells because I was like, this is the best thing in the whole wide world. So that's when I became a strong first kettlebell instructor. Woot woot. That was a really hard certification, but it paid off so much. And my knowledge of kettlebells now is like unmatched. I'm I'm so happy that I get to practice this on my own and do it the proper way because I've had the certification for it. If you're going to do kettlebells, make sure that you get someone that is certified in kettlebells because you just don't want anybody teaching you because they're going to give you the wrong form and not correct it. You don't have to do kettlebells. Any kind of weight training is good training for, to me, in my eyes. Resistance training or weight training, it's not just for bodybuilders. You're not trying to bulk up. It's because you want to improve your strength and it's because you want to improve your stamina. And the purpose of it is to actually enhance your muscular endurance and enhance your strength so that you can safely do all of the things that you want to do on the pole. Not only that, but weight-bearing exercise, it really builds and maintains your bone mass and it also helps to prevent osteoporosis i want to say like i don't know these numbers but probably like 98 percent of pole dancers are women and osteoporosis is real and that is the loss of bone density that you know makes your bones more fragile and more likely to break but if you are doing weight training it actually builds your bone mass so you want to prevent the osteoporosis right Another type of cross-training that changed how I pole dance, besides the kettlebells, besides the lifting weights, was Pilates. Oh my god. That shit is hard. Hard, hard, hard. I really got into Pilates like a year before I got pregnant. And then during my pregnancy, I also stuck with Pilates. You guys... Pilates was the first time that I actually paid attention to my breath and to how I was breathing 
while I was pole dancing. I was able to take what I had learned from Pilates off the mat because I wasn't on the reformer. I've done a few classes on the reformer, but I really mostly did mat Pilates. That reformer ain't no joke. <laughs> but being able to to listen to my breath and being able to find my breath during Pilates really helped me breathe through how I pole dance and breathe through my motions and breathe through my movement. It actually helped me to feel lighter through my movement when I was on the pole. Of course, Pilates is great for building your core, but it's also great for being aware of your alignment. I didn't realize how weak my back was until I took Pilates because it showed me how weak my core was. They go hand in hand. That's all I got to say. And I thought that my core was extra strong because I was a pole dancer and I can do all the things. Now, of course, granted, yes, it is very, very strong. But Pilates is a whole different ball game and it works your pelvic floor and it it's game changing. So those are my my ways of cross training, along with flexibility, of course. If you want to get those splits and you want to be trained evenly on both sides, get you get yourself into flexibility class because flexibility will change the game and it will change not only like, you know, your splits, but your back flexibility, your shoulder flexibility, your side bending flexibility, hamstrings, all of the above. So those are my go to's is Pilates, flex training, weight training and kettlebells. There is a plethora of different things that you can do, but as a dancer, as a pole dancer, as an aerialist, you need to start cross training. Start with like one day a week and then maybe push it up to two days a week and and see how your body feels. Your body will thank you for it and it will also help you prevent injuries. I touched on acupuncture, but I want to go a little bit deeper. Every retreat that I have for Black Girls Pole, I always ask, so what are you guys doing for self-care? What are you doing for injury prevention? And y'all, how do you expect your body to continue to perform at the levels that it does on this metal pole that has no give and it doesn't bend with you and you're coming into the pole and it's not going to like give for you? How do you expect your body to keep performing if you're not doing the things to help it stay at its optimal tip-top shape. Meaning, when is the last time that you went to the chiropractor? When's the last time that you did a little checkup at the PT? When is the last time that you got some acupuncture? When's the last time you took a hot bath with some Epsom salt? We, we keep like beating our bodies up and we keep expecting them to perform for us, but they're going to break down because they haven't had a chance to regroup and regather and take a moment to be like, okay, I can relax because this this is so much deeper than just how you're feeling. It's like on a cellular level, you know, your I feel like your cells are probably telling you to chill out, your tendons, your bones, your ligaments, your muscles, all of these things, your organs, they they need to know what it feels like to relax so that your body can get back to homeostasis and get back to just that state of not being in fight or flight because Let's be honest, (laughs) pole dancing class is kind of fight or flight for me, especially when you're trying new tricks. So you do want your body to be able to to feel the balance that it needs to feel. And, you know, massage goes a long way. It it relieves the tension. It gets those knots out. It, It calms your body down. Acupuncture does the same. There's so many benefits of you being able to go and have someone else put their hands on you and work on your body. 
it's an investment, but it's an investment that you will be proud of. And it's an investment that your body will thank you for because getting regular massages or taking regular baths or getting regular acupuncture or doing what you need to do for that self-care and for that self-preservation goes a lot further than 10 years down the road them saying like well you overuse your shoulder and you never you never did anything for it so now you need shoulder injury because your shoulder is shot i know i'm talking to someone i know i'm talking to you if i'm talking to you raise your hand because the last time you got a massage was like in 1991 Stop it. Stop it right now. I'm yelling at you. Stop it right now. Go get a freaking massage. Now, I think that these two go hand in hand. And this is rest. I told y'all before that I'm a sleep snob. But as I get older, I am really, really understanding how powerful sleep and rest is. Y'all know I talk about this. I've said this before, but resting and sleeping and sitting the hell down will change your life. It will change your life. Let me tell you something. I think this was the 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 universe. I actually I said this on the last podcast episode. I was waiting for an event to happen. And I didn't know if it was going to happen and if things lined up properly, it would happen. And I kept being like, oh, my God, if it doesn't happen this year, they're not going to want me for it. But they will eventually want me for this. And the, the, the timing has to be right. I was actually supposed to be at this event like two days after I got over COVID. There was no possible way. So let me tell you, I went from doing the showcase for Sada to going and celebrating the baby's birthday with his family to coming back up to New York. Then I was supposed to go to New Orleans to do this event. And then I was supposed to go home for my mom's 70th birthday. And then I was supposed to come back. And then I had to I have to do a bunch of things this week and then get ready for the Bermuda retreat. There was no freaking way. I think my body was literally telling me to sit the F down. Did I get COVID because my body was telling me to sit down? No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. But like your body will let you know when it's time to rest and when it's time to sit down. And I knew going into it like, oh, my God, this is like nonstop. Delijah, this is not like you to be like, bam, 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 one event after another. And just to keep going like this. I think that my body knows when it's had enough because it's like, no, no, nope, nope. Come sit down. Come sit down right right now. Sit your ass down. So rest, 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 rest. And this is going to be hard for some of you. This is going to be hard, but you don't have to be at every single poll class that there is. It's going to be okay if you miss a class. It's going to be okay if you miss two classes, right? What's really funny to me is when people are like, yeah, I pulled my hamstring And I'm going to sit out for like a week. I didn't take class all last week, so I'm back in class. Girl, what? What? You pulled your hamstring. Your hamstring is one of the longest muscles, muscle groups, because there's there's multiple, in your body. And you think that you sitting out for a week is enough time. It is not. It is not, my dear friends. Our, our bodies need time to be able to replenish and to be able to heal. Ugh, resting. Okay, so if you do hurt yourself, don't don't sit out for like 
a week and then say, okay, I'm ready to get back in it because you're only going to exacerbate that injury even more. And then you're really, really going to have to sit out for like six months. So listen to your body and have an accountability buddy to be like, girl, sit down. You need to sit down. You're not going to class today because you told me that your shoulder was jacked up. You told me that your hamstring was feeling a little crazy. You need to sit it down. I think that's all that I wanted to say today. It was on my heart to to talk about this. And also, it's been on my heart. I don't know if y'all been watching my, my IG stories, but I got myself a new trainer. He is kicking my ass, like, front, back, sideways, and all the ways. And I need it because he's so good because he's pointing out a lot of my weaknesses because I did not properly train both sides coming up in pole dancing and now you cannot get me to do like leg hangs and certain things on the other side just because it's so bad but I explained all of this to him and he he's understanding and we've been talking <laughs> through it and as crazy as this is I'm right-handed, but I'm left side dominant. So I was a gymnast growing up and I tumble to the left and I do everything on the left side. But my right side is really, really weak. Like my pull and my grip strength and everything on my right side is so much weaker. So I'm doing a lot of things that are, you know, unilateral so that I can really build my strength on my right side. And it feels crazy. You don't realize how weak one side of your body is until you have to do just that one leg, like one leg deadlifts or one leg squats or things like that. And, or you're pulling the the battle rope or you're lifting the battle rope with just your right arm and you're like struggle bus city, but then you switch it over to the left arm and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. I could do this all day long. So yeah, stay tuned because I'm really, really committed to being even and having equal strength on both sides of my body. So yeah, so the get them goal for today is y'all need to find something that you can start cross training in. You need to find something that you can get injury prevention in and you need to sit it down and take a rest. And actually the real one is start like either get a sound machine or play pink noise on your Spotify, um, on your Spotify account, hopefully you get the one like commercial free because having a noise machine is a game changer. Game changer. Okay, I'm gonna add a few more things. Get some blackout curtains. Get a diffuser. I have this diffuser. I'm gonna link the diffuser. I have this diffuser, and it. You can do many different options on it. So you can do one hour that it does diffusing, three hours or like six hours. It also has like special little glow lights on it. And it came with a bunch of essential oils. So I get my lavender on before I go to bed. I run the diffuser for three hours, like, you know, right before I'm about to get into the bed so that the lavender puts me to sleep and it puts me in sleep bliss. And it is heavenly. Get the diffuser. Listen to the white noise machine or the pink noise or the brown noise. Brown noise is more of like a rumbling thunderstorm. The pink noise is more of like rain falling outside. And then the white noise is a little more staticky to me. The baby has white noise, but I really prefer the pink noise. Yeah, brown noise is really more of like a rumbling sound. I'm not I'm not with that one. Um, and then get you your blackout curtains. And if you really want to do it, uh, start taking melatonin like an hour before you go to bed because it, it, it sets you up and it gets you in the right mood to get ready for bed. That's all. 
Okay, that is for real it. <laughs> I love you guys. I miss I miss doing my podcast. I'm I'm happy that I'm feeling better and I'm happy that COVID is gone. Because I have the rest of this summer, y'all. I got to go to Bermuda. I got to go to Amsterdam. I got to go to South Africa. We got places to go and people to see. And doesn't it mean now that since I've had COVID that I've built up the, I have the antibodies for like a couple of months. So technically I shouldn't be able to get it right. Is that right? I think it's right. Okay. Okay. Anywho, until next time, y'all be courageous, be sexy, be strong, and I will holla at you later. Bye. Fam, I am dying to know, have you joined Black Girls Poll Connect yet? Question mark. Question mark. Okay, guys, for years, I've listened to this community say that they wanted more opportunities to connect with other BGPers outside of retreats and events. And now we've finally created a space just for us, no matter where you are located. And you guys, we have packed this platform full of content from monthly webinars with BGP favorites and experts beyond the industry to virtual community meetups, discounts from the Connect BGP partners, Spotify playlists, first access to all the retreats, private Facebook group, blogs, and so much more. Head over to blackgirlspool.com, click BGP Connect in our navigation to sign up right now. There are monthly and yearly plans available. How's that sound? Maybe. Yes, you're signing up. You're going over. Okay. Okay, cool.